Cutting room combos may not be suitable for younger listeners. In addition to a language advisory, this podcast contains themes that may be sensitive or triggering to our audience. Listener discretion is advised. Also, hella spoilers. If you haven't seen this movie, turn it off now. Thanks. Welcome to Cutting Room Combos, people. We're oh, recording. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm Yasmin, and I want to go trick-or-treating with Sam. I'm so sorry. With Sam? Yeah. Like, like trick-or-treat Sam? Yeah. Hell yeah. Adorable. So cute. I know. <laughs> I'm Jenny, and I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I'm Jossie, and I don't have anything to say. Nice. <laughs> Jossie, what's up? She has returned. I'm back. <laughs> for a very important movie that we have all seen together yesterday. It'll, yeah, yesterday. Uh, Scream of 2022, also known as Scream 5 to some people, came out yesterday, directed by Matt Bettinelli Open and Tyler Gillette. 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 I'm just kidding. Gills. <laughs> I am so sorry. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> do your disclaimer. My disclaimer. If you haven't, yeah. Yeah, right. If you haven't seen this, there are going to be hella spoilers in this, just so you know. And if you haven't seen the movie yet, turn this fucking thing off. Thank you very much. Okay, so Scream 2022 focuses back into Woodsboro, where Ghostface returns and harasses the Carpenter sisters. And one of them, Samantha Carpenter, becomes a potential new lead. And so uh, she ran away from home, and then years later, she returns to Woodsboro after she finds out her sister got attacked by Ghostface. And the OG trio returns to help uh, Dewey, More Sydney, or Gale. Kind More of. or less. Yeah, at least that's what we got in the trailers. That's about it. And the trailer's bullshit. Uh, it's, it's like we kind of felt catfish, to it's, be honest. It's like clickbait. Yeah, yeah, clickbait. That's a better way to put it. <laughs> Definitely. So, do you want to tell us who the killers are so we don't have to get to it later on? Spoiler alert, it is uh, Richie, Sam's boyfriend, and uh, Amber, who is Tara's girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, I don't know. It wasn't ever really confirmed. Best friend, I think. It was my best friend. She was just weird. I've been watching, like, other videos of other people talking about the movie, and they kept saying, like, in the character descriptions, Amber was supposed to be Tara's girlfriend or something. But they never, like, explicitly said that. In the movie, right? Maybe they mean girlfriend like my mom says girlfriend. Oh, me and my girlfriends are going to go get our hair done. You know? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, but she did act like a love interest like when she was in the hospital. Right. Like, do, do you have your extra inhaler? I would have looked at him and been like, bitch, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Over, overly protective. Yeah. Yes, exactly. In a romantic Which way. was what made it obvious to all of us that we did not trust her, but we overlooked her, and we also overlooked yes. the boyfriend because it was two obvious people. So I was I, really upset about that. I'm going to yeah. tell you right now, the only from seeing the trailer before I ever saw the movie, I couldn't trust Amber for shit, but I didn't have any reasons why. Mm-hmm. So I just kept thinking in the back of my mind, she could be the killer. I guess it's not. It's just her face. I was fucking wrong again. Billy Loomis, hello. Also, just to put that out there, she looked like the actress from Camp Rock 2, the one <gasps> that was in love with Nick Jonas. Oh my god. <laughs> she looked exactly like her. It has nothing right? to do with the movie, but... Another Disney reference. There you go. <laughs> we, we welcome that here. It's great. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, overall, what did you guys think of the movie before we go into anything about this? <laughs> okay, well, I didn't think it was terrible. I left the movie theater basically saying it was better than I expected, 
but mm. not as good as the original, yes. which is what we all knew was going to happen. We knew that that was going to happen, mm. but it was like it was better than Scream Four. It was better than way better than Scream Three. Scream Three is not even in the running. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it really isn't. <laughs> but I don't know. There's a few issues that I feel mm-hmm. I have with this movie. I yeah. do, but overall, seven, seven and a half out of ten. I, I would say so myself. Yeah, it's between like seven and a half and an eight for me. And I think I liked it because of Sam. Sam. I love that actress. She did very good. I yeah. didn't have high hopes for her because she wasn't in the Heights musical, you know, and then all of a sudden she's coming into like the horror genre. She did yes. amazing. I uh-huh. loved her and I loved the chemistry with her little sister. And they I have the like, same chin. That was wonderful. Throughout the, uh, a <laughs> lot of famous chin. people have double, have, um, um, Butt chins. Butt chin. <laughs> That's why I was like, hey, maybe I can be famous. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I love the chemistry that they have. At one point, I was sitting there, and I was like, wait. Yeah. Are they sisters, like, in real yeah. life? Because it felt like that. I think they, <laughs> they did really very did. good. Was... Then That's why I, I liked it. Yeah. Because they were they were amazing in it. But it's it's the OG. Like, I, she's the <sighs> new Sydney, is, yeah. what I, is what I was telling you guys. She's mm-hmm. the new Sydney. She dressed like her. She acted like her. She was the Sydney of Scream 2. Oh, my God. She acted just like Sydney from Scream 2. That's mm-hmm. right. And I liked that. I did. But still not Sydney Prescott. Yeah. She's no. Sydney Prescott. That's uh, She has a special place in my heart, and nobody can, <laughs> nobody can replace her. Mm. So that's why I, you tried, and I think she did great. But Sydney, man, like this is Scream. This is Sydney's franchise. I was really hoping for more Sydney than what we got. Mm-hmm. I'll admit I was too. And for me, when it comes to being invested in a franchise or even just like a regular movie or whatever, what what is the original character is the original character. If anybody else tries to step in or whatever and and doesn't you know make up enough acting for it, then it's not gonna cut it for me. But for some reason, Melissa Barrera when she came in as Sam. I was not against her at all. I welcomed her with open arms as a new lead. Were you a little biased because you had seen In the Heights? And you loved her in In the Heights? Well, you know, she was pretty good in In the Heights, but at least for the musical perspective. I knew she was not going to have any, like, dance numbers or anything Mm -hmm. in this one. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Dancing around Ghostface with the knife. While she's killing her boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Vanessa! (laughs) (laughs) No, that would, no, that, um, she was really good. Yeah, she was. And, like, I didn't think at first that she would be able to branch out beyond the musical aspect. That's what I'm saying. I was very surprised. Like, pff, I was wow. Very surprised. I whispered to, to Eddie when, in the middle of the movie, I was like, she was from In the Heights. She's a killer singer as she's killing Richie. I'm like, yeah, she's, she's, <laughs> she's a, a phenom- killer singer. <laughs> she's a phenomenal singer. And I didn't realize that. I was like, oh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yeah, she started on stage productions too, like stage, like on stage musicals, mm-hmm. which is how she got to In the Heights. And just to see, because I know they're completely different worlds, being Way on a different. stage, feeding off an audience, and then like being behind a camera and following di- directions and improvising your own kind of thing. Like mm. it's two different worlds, and she did really good on both of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Not to mention the two different worlds of genre. Oh, from hell musical yeah. to horror. Horror, like, I don't really know how to classify elevated screen. horror, like the <laughs> Babadook. <laughs> Babadook. Why was she named that one? Okay. <laughs> so I think we should just get down to the effects. Really so quick. I would give it a seven out of ten. Oh yeah, that's you didn't say. Well, because yeah. I'm waiting for you guys to pause and ah. then I can't jump in. You know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so I would give it a seven out of ten, 
And the reason is because, yes, the killers were really obvious. Like, they, mm-hmm. you know, spoon-fed it to us in the beginning of how awkward um, the girl was acting and how, you know, it's always the love interest and it's an obvious choice. Yep. But mm. I'm giving it a higher score because because I think the kills were great. Mm. They were, like, a lot of them were overkill, but to the point where it's like, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is extra in a good way? Mm-hmm. Do yeah. I want to say that? I don't know. No, I'm we're talking about killing. <laughs> we're talking about killing. I'm, true, but like I, I know what you mean. It makes sense, actually. It was definitely uh, more gory. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, a lot more gory. And I was telling my sister that, too, because she doesn't really like gore in horror movies. She's more of like a conjuring, like, mm. you know. Paranormal. Like, paranormal type thing. And like the slasher film genre is not for her because of the, you know, you get a queasy feeling when you see blood and guts on screen. But, yeah. But in Scream, this one was one of the more gory ones, I think. Okay. I think it's, like, the gory one. Yeah, they because, did not hold back. No, they didn't. I mean, they kind of showed it in Scream 4, you know, with, um... The guts. I, Olivia. The guts, yeah. Olivia. Yeah. But this was, like, when, right in the beginning, Tara's leg got snapped, Ooh. and... Oh, yeah. Ugh. And you heard the crack, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. And her screams of pain, oh. the, Jenna Ortega. Amazing. Ooh. A+. plus. She was fantastic. I love her so much. Amazing. She did a great job. I'm telling you, they, the main characters, they, they did really well. Yeah. Yeah. They did really well. Except oh. for Wes. <laughs> but we'll get to his pasty ass later. So, I only had a few, like, effects mentioned uh, from the movie that I could think of. Mostly the music of it all for audio. Um, I liked how they took going back to the original, quote-unquote, for more than just, you know... The franchise and whatnot they actually focused on the music too like they went back to playing dewey's theme you know that ding 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 like i was just like oh my god they're probably playing this for the last time <laughs> um <Stop>. ah! <laughs> spoiler alert um but then there was also that dramatic choral theme whenever a character dies mm-hmm. and you just hear the oh, and i'm just like oh my god mm-hmm. i feel like i'm watching the first one again this is great um, and then also, I like how they in- incorporated that one song in the Woodsboro, um, like that that theme um, in the first Scream movie when Woodsboro was shutting down their stores and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That dun, 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 that song. I like how they replayed that song in Vince's car mm-hmm. when they turned it on. I was like, I was singing. I was singing in the theater. <laughs> I was like, these motherfuckers. This is great. <laughs> So I thought that was a cool way to go back to the original. And they mentioned that a lot, like about uh, like when Mindy was talking, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not too far off from the original and, you know, all that stuff that she was saying uh, her was Her PowerPoint about requels. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the TED talk that she gave. Literally. Yeah. She was so into it. Oh, for she, real. She was Randy. She emulated Randy mm-hmm. so well. And she, you know, really pulled inspiration and mentioned that mm-hmm. in the movie too. She's like, you know, Randy helps me like it help it calms me to know that yeah. he was there that he knew and that was her uncle yeah, yeah. so she Ugh. really they did really good with that i was very scared but yeah. they did really good mindy was my favorite character she was lie. funny that's why she's hilarious <laughs> oh she was fantastic but um yeah for also for audio the one thing that got my attention was the high strings they used for tension and tara's opening like when she was like thrown on the floor and they were about to you know, break her ankle and whatnot, and you just heard the strings. I was like, oh my god. I was like internally shaking. It was yeah. so bad. <laughs> I have a question yeah. for you guys. Do you think there was so many suspenseful moments in this one where it was like a 
I don't, I don't know, like a, like a, like a trick. Like they'd open a door and close the door. Okay. Oh, yeah. They'd open the door and close the door. They'd walk down the thing, turn a corner, you know. And do you think it was a little bit of overkill with the amount of times that they did it? And it goes back to the music because the music always, you know, built. It was always like getting suspenseful, and then nothing would be there. Yeah, it. I felt it was a bit too much for me. Especially like with Wes, they did it twice in within the same scene in like less than a minute. I was just like, dude, come on. <laughs> well, I, I get what you're saying and I agree. But I agree because they do that a lot within horror movies now. Uh, because true. you expect yeah. the person, oh, they open a fridge, you expect somebody to, bu- to be behind it. <laughs> oh, nobody's there. Ha, huh, gotcha. You know, like they do that a lot in, in horror movies now and they really took the cake yeah. <laughs> they really took the cake with this and it got to a point where i was just sitting there like are you coming or not like, <laughs> right are you gonna die i don't have time for this yeah so i definitely get what you're saying <laughs> the only thing that i did like was that the first time Wes opened like the pantry and then you hear the building music closes the pantry nothing then goes to the fridge no music no build just silence closes the fridge still nothing because at that second time i was like oh, something's going to happen here this time because there was no music. That's what I was relying on. But then it tricked me. I was like, Yeah, you know what? Now that you say that the combination of the music and the suspense and the doors and the corners and, like, all of that, this movie felt like it was made for the Randys and Mindys. (laughs) The ones that are analyzing it as they're watching it. And they're, they're like, trying to trick you on purpose. You're right. And that's what they did. They did that to me perfectly because they were trying to trick me and they did because I overlooked the two killers. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, this is too obvious. Way too obvious because it happened or it happened in the first one. Yeah. You know, and then it happened in the second one too because of um, Mrs. Loomis, like Richie. You know what I mean? And like, and yeah. all, like, it just, I overlooked it and I was very upset. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Right? Like, <laughs> I don't like being tricked. And I was scared too. <laughs> my biggest fear was it was going to be two random people that we really weren't going to care about that they were the killers and that's exactly what happened. Damn it. I wanted it to be Sydney. I said that before. I wanted it to be Sydney. Oh, mm. man. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of other visuals, I know that they had little subtle camera angles that they would kind of pan the camera very slowly behind certain characters. Like with Tara, and she was on the phone, I, I think Ghostface was saying something like, so my next question is, do you think I uh, broke into your house? And as he was saying that, the camera panned to that kitchen entrance, mm-hmm. and just a split second after he asked the question, he was right there. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, fuck, Okay. And then the pants of the front door behind Wes, too. I mean, nothing happened there, but still, it's like you were expecting something, yeah. you know? So I, I thought that was really cool. I, I don't have any other visuals, but that's all I had. <laughs> Can I make a note on Tara's first scene? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how real it was. Like, how she, she was real. Mm-hmm. Like, you see the phone ring, you fucking turn that off. Who the fuck calls a landline anyway? Yeah. You know, like, every, a landline. Yeah, everything, every way that she reacted felt genuine, like what I would have done. Oh, Not yeah. something that we're watching a movie and we're like, why are you running up the fucking stairs? Look right. behind you, Mindy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> everything that she did in that scene was, like, she fought, she ran, she, you know. She mm-hmm. cursed. <laughs> she cursed. <laughs> she said, you fucker. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. Um, but that's all I had for effects, but. Yeah. She did really good in that mm-hmm. first scene. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that a lot of these actors, I was 
very scared. I was very scared because you know they're all amazing actors. Obviously, they have a career for some like for some reason. Mm-hmm. But there's always those actors that shouldn't be in certain genres. So I was like, yeah. I don't know. Like, is this in the Heights girl going to be ready for this? You know, and she did amazing. I can't say that enough. Oh. And then the uh, um, what's her name? Tara? Jenna Ortega. Jenna. 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 Jenna Ortega. She was in You, and oh, she yeah. did great in that. And I was like, oh my god. Because when you think about it, horror movies, you have to act like you're being attacked and that you're being, like, that fear is real, you mm-hmm, know? And sometimes mm-hmm. you can see within actors, like, oh, they're acting. Like, you like can tell the like, carpet compartmentalizing it. Yeah. yeah. But no, I not, felt like I yeah. was watching them really get attacked. Yeah. They mm-hmm. did so good. They did so, I mean, those two. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't look rehearsed. Well, we can't say the same for others. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> There was a lot more technology that than I expected throughout this movie that oh, was yeah. used. So I thought that was really cool. And it was a lot of little things, too. <laughs> oh, so she's, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so God. thinking about Zach Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, my God. Okay. Continue. Right. We're listening. Yes, technology. So, yeah. I, I know that Ghostface mentioned about phone cloning, although I'm starting to believe that wasn't an actual thing, considering it was the people who were first targeted, like, were the killers. I mean, it could be a thing, because they did that in Scream 4. True. Yeah, that's true. I take that back. Um, And then there was YouTube. They incorporated YouTube. By the way, I don't know if you guys saw my message. No, don't say it yet. Make it a nice little Easter egg at the end. Oh, Oh. you already sent it to her? Uh, Yeah, I sent it to her. Never mind, then. (laughs) Just say it. Wait, what are we talking about? Um, I sent, uh, like, a, someone put a screenshot from the movie. Of that I think. frame. Yeah. Uh, Where Richie's researching Stag 8 and why it was, like, off the rails kind of thing. And if yeah. you look at the thumbnail suggested videos. And, uh, there was, a uh, one video that says interview with Woodsboro survivor Kirby Reed. Well, I told you. I told you. I told you. You sent it to me and I didn't look at it. So... I told you, we argued for so long when I was 11. I was 11 years old and I told you, that bitch didn't die. I told you and you sat there and looked at me like I was stupid. I feel like I gotta move out of the middle of you I'm ready to jump at her right now. I said it, they never showed Kirby actually die. And she was like, no, she died. And I was like, no, she didn't. I I told you. Going off of that, we, okay, we watched this movie with Jer with us, too. Yeah. And he mentioned um, that he thinks that there's another killer, right? That he mm. thinks that it's unfinished, that there is one more that we didn't <sighs> reveal in this thing. But he said it based on, like, the height difference of the one who killed Dewey. Mm-hmm. So mm. w- then I brought it back to Kirby not seeing her die on screen, and we never saw Vince die on screen. D- didn't I tell you that? Mm-hmm. Didn't I tell you that? So yeah. This is, this is what I said. I said... That it was a stretch, and I was nice. I'm so sorry. Um, (laughs) Okay, (laughs) it was a stretch, and this is what I do in these movies. I always Mm -hmm. go so far out. You get out the bulletin board with the little pins. I really do. I really do. (laughs) And so what I said was, you never saw Vince actually die. Mm -hmm. And within Mm -hmm. the Scream universe, the killer ends up dying, like Billy Loomis. He died, and then he came back. So Mm. I was like, wait, they said Vince is related to Stu. And yes. they were in Stu's house. Shit. And he was watching Amber, taking a video of Amber. So what if the person that attacked Tara was actually Vince? Ooh. And not Amber. Amber was actually in that house. 
Oh, that'd be in insane. Stu's house because th- he has to be someone involved. They can't just say, "Oh yeah, he was related to Stu Mocker." They they like snapped him in and out. I yeah. asked Yasmin like seven times. Killed, and mm-hmm. it's like that's fake. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking so liars. Bad. He's alive. <laughs> he was related to Stu, and honestly, if we really want to go that far, you never saw Stu really die either. That's true. Yeah, true. You, you just heard like a little whimper from under like, the TV. Uh. <laughs> That's what he did. Exactly. After he had like zoink school. <laughs> After he oh was God. like seizing, that's he made he said, uh. And that was supposed him. to be his dying breath. Mm-hmm. Oh, I man. don't think he was dead. What if, just putting that out there, what if Stu is still alive? And remember how um Sydney's brother was the ringleader in the first three oh, movies? What yes. if Stu is this new ringleader for these kids? Oh, that would be insane. Oh, my God. I guess yeah. But it would also mean that you're still bringing the original within newer movies, and that's if they keep this, this you know, franchise going, because it is Scream. It's not Scream 5. It's Scream. It's the Scream, You yeah. know, so if they continue with this franchise, I don't know if I'm going to be totally keen on it, because I'm assuming that Sydney's done. That's I'm what assuming I'm they introduce Sam because Sydney's done. And yeah. I'm sorry, but that will break my heart, and I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't blame you. I'm Even if Stu's there, I love Stu. I loved him. <laughs> he was a whack job. He was so funny. Oh, yeah, and it, it would be so great to have him back, but it would have been nice to have him back with Sydney because yeah. that's bringing two worlds together. Just like Sam. They oh. brought two worlds together with Sam. It was yeah. the irony within that. Oh, did we tell them who Sam is? Uh, oh, no, we did not. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, Sam is the daughter of Billy Loomis, the first killer in Scream. One of the first killers in the first Scream movie, in case you didn't know that. And if you're wondering so. how that happened, we're still thinking about it, too. <laughs> and I have a lot. That, that one's going to be a later topic. Why don't sure. we know the mom? <laughs> no, that one's definitely going to be a later topic, because I have a lot to say about that one. Why does she drink so much? <laughs> because she... Fuck the serial killer. <laughs> oh my god, probably. <laughs> oh, so wait, wait, can I go back to this to the stew thing really quick? Yeah. I I was following a different podcast who was also talking about Scream, and I told you about the the theory that they had that Stu oh. would have been back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were a hundred percent set on it. <laughs> like all the okay, videos. Like, and like, okay, so was I. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> they did say that one of the and I don't know how true this is. You can just can fact check it. Um, that one of the fake scripts that was released was that Stu was, you know, a mastermind behind um, organizing another group of teens to go after the originals and people related to the originals. So that was like a, you know, dud script that was floating out there at some point. Wait, I think I did hear about, I know that there was a script where they brought Stu back because um, when they did, you know, they do the, like little Comic-Con things. Uh. Um, Matthew Lillard? Yeah. Yeah, he was there and he was like, yeah, like there was a script where I came back and everybody started screaming, and I was like, <gasps> and then they were like, yeah, and I think they did it, and I was like, oh, oh, for the <laughs> third movie, I think. Yeah, but like because that was floating around, this person whose name I forget that I follow, sorry, um, they they Shout had out. like <laughs> they had like this like strong theory that he was back and he was orchestrating all these things, which could still be a possibility because mm. we didn't see Vince killed and because we don't know what the fuck is up with the girl with the red hair who I think was useless in the movie. Oh, Liv, she was. Unless she has another motive, so just like Vince. I thought that it was going to be Vince and Liv. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought it was going to be them two. In a way, yeah. It it was weird. Because Liv, her, her last name was Mackenzie, and it was related to the Mackenzies that they mentioned oh, yeah. in the first movie. Go, drive down to the Mackenzies. That's all I remember. They couldn't have had her related to Drew Barrymore? I, I don't know. What was her name? Uh, Casey Becker. 
I was gonna say Casey Cooper. That's that's Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> Wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> um, so that that stemmed from YouTube in our technology. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. In our technology no. segment, we're talking about theories. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, and so another form of technology was the video messaging that Ghostface sent of Amber. There was that. Uh, home security. I liked that one very much, like how Ghost was hacked into the house somehow, doors unlocked, and things like that. I thought that was really cool. I did not expect that. Uh, same with the stalker app. <laughs> was stalker it? app? It was Find My Fam. Find My Fam. Find My Fam. Why was that a name? So I have <laughs> to disagree. Really? I have to disagree. Okay, <gasps> so... <sighs> oh, okay. So the thing is with Scream, and I don't know what it is about me, because I am Gen Z. I'm not a millennial, oh. <laughs> okay? But I don't like the new technology. Like, I, I'm so stuck on, like, the first two movies that mm. it wasn't like that. And when you bring it in, like, Scream 4, they really tried it, and it wasn't that great, mm -mm. you know? Yeah. And so when I saw all of this technology, and I, I, I'm telling you, I was telling uh, Eddie on the way home, I was like, Ugh, I got nervous because... When you add all that technology, it's, it starts to feel kind of phony because it's like you're bringing an old franchise and trying to bring it into the new world. And, so, yeah. and a lot of mm. the times it doesn't work out. The ring. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. We can't talk about that. <laughs> I am completely against that. Oh, no. <laughs> so I have to disagree that with the new technology, I, it kind of like puts me off a little bit. Yeah, I can see. I just need to let go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can see that because I like the fact that they actually kept some of the landlines, like not only with the cordless phones, but then also when uh, Tara was in the hospital trying to get that that phone off the wall mm -hmm. that, that was connected, and I was like, oh wow, they they really tried using older phones. I'm pretty in sure this. they still have that in hospitals too. They do, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I like that they incorporated that, and I also like the Bluetooth in the car that Judy was using. Like, that was different, you know, better than the whole, I'm going to talk while driving thing, you know. So <laughs> She's like, that is illegal, and I am the sheriff. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can we talk about her real quick? <laughs> oh, we? my God, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that useless bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> she... <laughs> How did she become sheriff? They made her so useless. Uh, okay, Scream 4 kind of creeped me out. She, yes. I don't know if that's what they, like, the intention was. I think it was. I think they tried to make us, like, red herring. Like, that's yeah. her. She's a killer, but it wasn't. Yeah. Like, Dewey is still alive after being stabbed a million times. Have every nerve fucked up. Mm. Limped. Speaking of which, I know you said this. Didn't the limp go away? That's what he I, had like a slight wobble when he walked in this movie. Yeah, but I, just I thought my that was scream... David Arquette's fucking walk. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Scream Four, he didn't have it anymore. Yeah, it didn't look like so it. So all of a sudden, it just came back. Hmm. Whatever. <laughs> Pour on your part. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, Judy, oh. all of a sudden, just fucking died. They made her look useless. That's what I was telling Yasin, that it, it happened so soon. I at least expected her to walk around and, like, put up a fight. And be a sheriff. Yeah. That's and and I don't want to be the one to say it, but I'm going to. The one woman sheriff that's, like, in power and all of a sudden she dies so quickly, like, it's nothing. Thank you. I felt like that was kind of shitty. That, that really was. I think though. they did build a little bit of emotion with it, though. They but did. But not with her, with the fact that Wes was setting up a sushi table for mm -hmm. her. The that little Lemon Squares note. Oh, that broke my heart. It I, broke my heart. I thought he was going to find her. 
Oh, I yeah. thought so too. And I would have cried. Oh my god. Yeah. Because she was trying to save her son, you know. And that, and that's another thing. Mm. Mama bear. Yes. You don't yes. fuck with a, with uh, with a woman's kid. You don't. And they made it look like she was a bitch. Yeah. Yes, he came out of nowhere. Yeah. But she's the fucking sheriff. Oh man. Rest in peace, Judy. You know. So <laughs> I just I was really upset by that. And just a little side note. Do you remember when that happened to me when I was a kid? When we were trick or treating, and I was running up a house. <laughs> Some guy came out of the bushes like like Ghostface did. And when I tell you, Yasmin is an asshole. When I tell you, I ran, saw him, and I turned around. And I, but like when I used to run when I was a kid because I have really short legs, I would wobble. So I would run really fast, but I was like. She was in like these plastic heels too, though, like. Cut, 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 cut. And I started crying. And I have a vivid memory of that guy's mask. It wasn't like Ghostface, but like it was, it was a- like. A skeleton. No, it was a skeleton and it was dripping blood. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So like when I saw that I was like, PTS motherfucking D. (laughs) It was so so sad. And Yasmin still makes fun of me for it. I was I'm pretty sure. She does mention the clack, clack, clack. (laughs) I I swear I was like four. I am twenty two years old now. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Oh anyway, back to back to what we were saying. They really did make Judy look useless i mean jenny do you agree i agree i think she could have done a lot more and i think Mm -hmm. maybe they just brought her in as another the same way they did with the other movies just as like a little red herring something to distract us to make us think ooh, maybe like while we were building our theories i said maybe judy's the killer right so like just all the promotional shit that they put out before the movie Mm-hmm. All of it, like you said, bullshit. Mm-hmm. It was all just to make us make all these theories. It was on purpose to make us think the wrong things. Honestly, I think yeah. it was just to get us into the theater. I really think that that's yeah. what they did. Mm-hmm. Oh. They brought OG. Like, Judy isn't an OG. Honestly, I would have been fine if she wasn't in this movie. Yeah. But, Same. like, with bringing everybody back like that, it was like, oh my god, like, it's coming back. And, you know, the little one, the, they're not little, but, like, the younger people, they're going to take a backseat and follow the OG so that way they can learn. No, it was... Sydney came and it was like already an hour and a half into the movie. Yeah. See, I didn't realize how much time had passed. I think it was like after Judy's scene that I was just like, man, so much is happening in like, what, 15 minutes? Yeah, you whispered that to me. (laughs) And I was like, Yasmin, it's been an hour. Too. Like, time was so weird for me in the theater, too. Like, I, I kept feeling that the movie would be over. I'm like, wow, that was short. They're going to reveal killers. Nope. Wow, that was short. They're going to reveal killers. See, I was the opposite. Really? Mm. Because I think that that was the shortest two-hour movie I've ever seen in my life. Uh. At one point, I whispered I whispered to Eddie. I was like, is this already the party scene? Like, is it already over? He was, yeah. he was yeah. like, I'll be fucking pissed. And it was. I was like, it's the party scene. Like, it's, it's ending. And yeah. I was like, I don't. I don't feel like it should be the end. I thought it was like the middle of the movie. Yeah. Oh my god. I feel like they needed. I just, they needed more Sydney. I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, I think so too. But I also think she's ti- like she's tired. I think yeah. I think it's a nice. It's a nice, you know, polite way of just okay, go. Yeah. I don't take think care of your kids with wants- Mark Kincaid. Yeah. Mark Kincaid. <laughs> I was like Mark. She said Mark. I was like, oh my god. And then I, I look. At, I was like McTreamy. That's what I said. That's what I was like. Are they gonna bring him back too? You know. But uh, yeah, no. I think they're ending. They're, I think it was just a name drop. I think yeah. they're trying to give Sydney Prescott like an end. That's yeah. Yeah. I think that, In a way that yeah. won't get everyone mad by killing her off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you. At one point, she got stabbed. Yeah. I was <gasps> like, if she dies, I'm leaving this fucking theater. Yeah. I was fully prepared to get up and walk out. No. No way. Mm-mm. I still think she should have been the killer. 
Ah! Oh my god. I know you're against it. I, I know you're against it. But you were also against Dewey dying. Ah, I guess what happened. Was, you knew it was gonna happen. I can't, okay. <laughs> she just needed she definitely It's Sydney Prescott. She's been dealing with this shit her whole life. She needs to, you know, release some stress. <laughs> oh, for sure. It would have made more sense than fucking random Amber and Richie. There were a shit ton of tropes that were killed in this movie that I was like, oh my god, they're doing something different this uh, time. Killed. Killed. <laughs> so, like, of course, from the very beginning, the opening kill. It wasn't a kill. Tara was alive. And not only that, she was alive throughout the entire movie. <laughs> Rookies. <laughs> right. And honestly, I think technology saved her. Because, like, with that home security thing, cops were already being summoned to the alarm system. And if that <laughs> wasn't the case, like, this whole story would have been altered. And, like, again, that leads to the other trope where cops usually don't make it in time, as they said in the first screen movie, but they did in this one. So I like I how you use the word summoned. Summoned. Cops were summoned. Because <laughs> it's like, you can't call, like, please come over here. They, they won't come. Yeah, and she <laughs> they had to, like, put on her phone. <laughs> Honestly, for real, though. But, yeah, so I thought that was really interesting. Um, I don't know, did the whole cops thing, did it have any effect on you guys in the movie? Fucking Judy long. died. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly where I was going to go with that. Mm -hmm. They take long in both cases. <sighs> Too long. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then there was that behind you trope that I always mention. Like, behind you. Yeah. And then she, she turned around and she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> she, she stopped talking. She thought, like, shit. Mm -hmm. Looks fine. <laughs> and that that ghost face was tall. That couldn't that was have been tall. That couldn't have been Amber. I mean, it could have been Richie, but even Richie was kind of short. That's what I was thinking. How do you the beer get dressed? Like, hope there's kill someone. Come back down to the beer. Drop the beer. I'ma tell you, there, there. I had a lot about that and in they the went, who killed who section too. Oh, did he? That I can't remember. <gasps> he went the wrong way. Son of a I bitch. Right, yeah, he yeah. didn't go to the kitchen where the basement is. He went at me acting like I know the floor plan. But <laughs> he went the same way that, like, Amber came. Ah, haha. -ha. See, I did not know that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. Behind you. She, she actually looked behind her. We're talking about so, Mindy. I don't know if we said that. Mindy. Did not think about that. Yes. So, and also... She was, like, holding back the killer's knife as he was trying to, like, stab her. She she went forward instead of, like, trying to run away. So I was just like, ooh, yes. She's got fucking balls. Mm -hmm. I love this. A lot of the women did. Yeah. yeah. All of them fought. Because Tara, that was, she had a lot of bad bitch moments. I mean, she's oh. a bad bitch in general. But, like, when she she's crawling <laughs> in the hospital, fucking hand bleeding. Ooh, yep. And she still had the... Gall, the audacity to say fuck you to Ghostface that's walking behind her. Oh yeah, I'll make Hell sure yeah. to hit all the organs I missed the first time. Okay, fuck so she, you. She, she goes, fuck you. But she was fully prepared to die. Oh, that was so great. And I not loved to mention it. that scene when she when um Sam was like, I'm just trying to stall time. That was a very Sydney moment. That was yes. a very Sydney <sighs> moment. She talked like her, she acted like her. She was Sydney Prescott from Scream 2 because once Scream 2 came, Sydney's demeanor changed. Oh yeah, and she was, like the first scene in that one too when she picks up the phone and she's like, "Who is this?" Like, yeah, yeah. And then she the caller ID, like and no bullshit, like, asshole. You know yeah. what I mean? So she, her demeanor changed into this, you know, badass. You can't fucking touch me. I'm gonna fight my way through this. And mm. Sam had already, like, that's how she first appeared. Was yeah, that she's badass. been through some shit since like 13 oh. years old. She mm -hmm. had to grow up fast. 
Yeah. And that was heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Her, so whole, her whole story was very heartbreaking to me. And very elaborate. I, I liked it. It wasn't, like, entirely full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> to put it in I'm glad that they the gave, way. like, a story for her. Yes. And not, like, oh, yeah, that's Billy. That's Billy's son, uh, daughter. And right. That's yeah, yeah. Because that's what, that's what I was scared of. I was like, I hope that they don't bring Billy into having a child. Because when the fuck did he have time? He right. was so invested into Sydney. I'm when did he have you. time to go fuck somebody else? He was trying to fuck her. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta read those diaries. Let yeah. Me tell you. So that's why that's why I'm still a little mm, on the whole Billy Loomis daughter thing. But it's yeah. it's too late. The movie's out. No, I like the way that they explained it though. It was like like Sam was explaining it to Tara, mm-hmm. and it was explaining to us too at the same time. Yeah. So I think it was a good like little segue of here. Let me explain this, but mm. also to the audience. Yeah, and it was a good sister sure. moment too. Oh yeah, oh I loved it. It was a good sister moment. Oh, that was fantastic. Um, and then speaking of Sam, like you know how we saw that she was kind of still doing her drugs and whatnot, and she met, admitted to taking everything. Of course, that's like the second rule: you don't drink or do drugs. But she was doing this to kind of get rid of the serial killer lurking in the back of her mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh, so well, that's I think, interesting. Honestly, I think that was just all a mind thing for her because mm. she didn't know. Billy Loomis. She didn't know. All she knew was he was a serial killer. You know, and I think it was just her own subtle fear of my father was this. Can this happen to me too? Mm-hmm. And her mom clearly was a piece of shit. Mm. She never showed up in the movie. You know, and so it was like a, a toss up to who am I going to be because of who I'm related to. Yeah. Right. Oh man. It's a real fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another kill trope was that, that the boyfriend character is usually kind of like macho and protective or whatever. And then Richie, in this case, was not. He acted more like scared than anything else, even though it was an act. But like, you know, how the boyfriends who turn out to be the killer, they're, they're macho, you know? They, they try to be like putting up a front and things like that. This guy didn't. He was just... Uh, he, he was he Randy slash Stu vibes. Yes, exactly. Like, I just, I put down that he had a bit of a dewy goofiness to him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how, like, people threw solo cups at his head when he was trying to end the party. And see, I, I was, was thinking like, Stu, Stu instead. Like, he was very <sighs> goofy in that sense. Randy was very goofy. Randy was not macho oh, yeah. at all. No. You know, so it was like, it's a, he was both of them put together. Gasp! <gasps> <laughs> Gotta gasp! Do you remember no. the scene in Scream? Obviously you remember the scene in Scream. Why did I even ask that? <laughs> When, um, shoot, they're all talking, and Stu's like, well, it had to be a man, and then why are you guys accusing me, and then, oh, I don't remember, and then Billy's like, no one said you did. Mm-hmm. It, the mm-hmm. same thing happened in the hospital when Amber was like, where were you? Wow. He's like, oh, Netflix. And she's like, okay, Netflix. Mm-hmm. And they, like, acted like they hated each other. Yeah. What did That's he say? Right. It was, a uh, a man had to do something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love that scene. <laughs> oh my god, this chair is making a lot of noise. I'm so it's sorry. It's okay. It's alright. <laughs> um, another trope was that the finale usually happens at a party. That was stated in Scream 4. But both of the killers were the ones who tried ending the party. At that moment when Am- Amber was like, okay, party's over, get out of my house. I'm like, hmm, that's a little sus. But like, they were also taking control of the environment. I thought she was just trying to be protective of fucking... Yeah, she uh, gave her vibe from the beginning scene mm-hmm. of, by mm. the hospital bed. So it didn't seem too far-fetched when she said, like, oh, Tara's here. Everyone get the fuck out. Oh, yeah, true. It was an interesting, like, relationship that they had. It's and such I, a weird dynamic. I wish they, like, made it a little bit more clear. Like, 
Yeah. Are they dating? Is it like a best friend thing? Because if they were dating, I would understand it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Right. Why she was that overprotective. But if they weren't and they were just best friends, I would have been like, bitch, get the fuck away from me. Right. Yeah. I got I got obsessed. the vibe that that um that Amber liked her. Definitely. Because because at one point one of the <clears throat> characters says like I don't remember which character it was, was talking to Amber and said, oh, well, first you think that no boy is good enough for Tara, and now you want to protect her from her own family, too. Mm -hmm. I don't remember who said that. It was Wes. 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 But, yeah, but, like, it kind of gave me the vibe that, like, Amber had a thing for Tara, and Tara was straight or something. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, But I don't know. No, I can definitely see that. Mm. I can definitely see that. I mean, I don't know. It was just a very weird thing, and I wish that they were a little bit more clear on that to understand Amber more. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I feel like I still don't understand her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flew under the radar, like Yasin said. Very much. Um, and then one final trope that I have is that the final girl surviving usually is like one stab, a double tap, and done. This bitch, no. Sam, 72 stabs plus 14 gunshots on Richie. 72. Like, did you count? Or is I this like a joke? I'm being dramatic. No. Okay. Because I, like, I don't think a gun holds. Wait, does a gun hold 14 rounds, Billy? <laughs> oh my god. What's up? Can a gun hold 14 rounds? Depends which one. <laughs> the one that Sam used at the end. Uh, yeah, I believe they were carrying like 92 FSs or M9, so I yes. thought it was a revolver. <laughs> I thought so too. Yeah. Well, I think, no, I think she No, it wasn't. Barattas. It wasn't a revolver. You no. would have heard the clinking. I think she had one of the Brettas, so yes. Oh, yes, Okay. Yes. And we carried a little more than 50. Thank mm. you, Mr. Expert. We're going to continue on. <laughs> okay, peanut gallery. <laughs> so, yeah, she just, like, did not hesitate and made sure he was good as dead. I was like, okay. Oh, my God. And, like, with the like the little coaxing of fucking Billy in the background, too. That was not, so not that Billy. weird. No, I know. <laughs> that, that was a bit odd. Yes. I have a lot to say about that. And, and there is going to be a section. We will talk oh, okay. about it, I promise. Okay, we'll, we'll hold it for next time. My favorite game that we haven't played in a while. Who killed who? Or in this case, there wasn't a lot of kills in this one. So who killed slash attacked who? Mm-hmm. At least for <laughs> we're, for this one, we're just obviously <laughs> going to focus on the people who were killed by the masked ghost face. We're not going to focus on the people that we know who killed who. So first, there was the attack oh. with Tara. Um, obviously, I think it was Richie because... According to my notes, tall as fuck. It couldn't have been. Because well, I mean, that's they what I thought they were Modesto. Back yet. Well, that's what I was thinking, but like both Woodsboro and Modesto are technically in California, and who knows? Like Stan probably didn't know where Richie was that night. Sorry, I, I had my hand raised for those of you who were wondering why the pause. Okay. <laughs> I don't think the height matters. I'm no. I think well, cause they at the end credits when they were showing the actors in the faces. They had a completely different name as Ghostface. Oh, because it could have been the person oh. that was actually talking. Oh, like the true. Voice, oh, really? The voice okay. of Ghostface. Because I was thinking that too, like watching the movie. Because it brings me back to, which I know we'll talk about Dewey's, but how, mm. how he was taller than Dewey, but what, uh, fucking Richie was in the elevator. Yeah, so like how tall been, is Amber? It couldn't have been. Right. Amber looks like my height, and I'm short. Yeah. Honestly, though, I'm, maybe they didn't think about the height or I don't, anything. Yeah, well, you know. Maybe, yes. or it could be that there was another one. Vince. Vince. <laughs> Stu. Sydney. Ooh. Don't no. get me excited. Can you imagine Stop. Sydney killing Dewey? Yes. No. <laughs> I can. No. I can. And if we want to get into it, I can give you a list. No. Okay, well, let's continue this segment, <laughs> and then maybe we'll get to that. <laughs> so, 
I, I don't know. I thought that Richie was the one who would attack and that Amber was the one who called and texted because, you know, I think it would be, like, easy for Amber to be just texting, hey, answer the phone, bitch, but then go quick to claiming, oh, my, her phone is cl uh, cloned or whatever, you know, just to but trick didn't, her, didn't you know? Didn't they say that the, that the police checked her phone and there was nothing there? Mm -hmm. uh, oh, so man, it, definite, it definitely had to be cloned then. Oh, shit. So it could have been, it could have been Richie texting, but Amber... Attacking. So True. how did Amber record herself with a shaky phone outside? Oh, because it wasn't just like a tripod; like it looked like it was moving. Like moving. Yeah. yeah. That's why I like. Maybe there has to be a third one. There's th there's a third one. There's a third yeah. one. But I like. You heard she it here not first. Not only like maybe. um took like a video, not of herself, but maybe got someone to do it like probably a night before or something though, and then like sent it later. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? Sorry, I just like, imagine. I don't know. <laughs> Her phone on like a fishing line and she like hangs it outside. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That's what I think about Tara and, and her attack. But yeah, then I don't think it was Richie. Yeah. I don't think it was Richie. Because they made it seem like she was so far away because she was gone Sam was gone for five years. Yeah, true. I I don't know, because like who knows what Richie has been doing like before he found Sam. You know, total stalker, you know, and what he's doing behind closed doors when Sam's busy taking drugs or whatever. I don't know. That's just me. But, yeah. Uh, next, the first kill, actually. Well, Maybe. technically. Kind of. Vin <laughs> Vince. I mean, broke a shit ton of rules. Drinking, sex with Liv, also the nephew of Stu Mocker. Enough said. Um, I, I had believed that... Uh, Richie had killed him because Amber had an alibi. She was at the bar with the friends mm -hmm. getting kicked out while Vince was peeing on a wall. So that's what I think with yeah, Vince. Yeah, I think, but... I think because they were already in town, I think Richie killed Vince. Yeah. But why would he have motive to kill Vince? Hmm. Besides relation. Because I... I, um, Amber was there, right, when Vince came in and started like being mean to live. Mm -hmm. Or fucking disgusting to live. The thing with Richie for me, I kept trying to figure out like what he had personally against the people that he had attacked. And all I just thought of was that he kept going back to his his ending, his movie, his uh, Well, art. he was one of those ones that Mindy was talking about that the like I guess millennials will get mad mm. because of the new franchise, like the newer movies. Uh. So his whole thing was he wanted the original and how the fans, how the OG fans would want it. Um, and that's what he was... Oh, yeah. That was his thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was thinking that he probably thought Vince fit the bill for, like, his set of rules to kill him. You know what I mean? I, I just can't think of anything else beyond that But there's also... And that brings me back to the random people, like, the random killers. Um, you know, like, the only ones that I thought fit well were Billy and Stu. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the only ones that I thought, like, okay, they were the killers because of this, 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 and that. You mm -hmm. know, but, like, the random people, like, like in Scream 4, who the fuck is Charlie? Oh, yeah. You know, and and, uh, and Sydney's cousin, and it's like, it, it doesn't feel enough for me. And Richie and Amber just, they weren't enough. No. So if Richie and Amber did have a third person, they could have attacked Vince because he wasn't following the script. Oh, okay. Because okay. Vince would be the third, and they killed, well, quote unquote, killed him off mm. because he wasn't following the script that they had planned. Mm -hmm. okay. Perhaps. I can see that. Or it could have yeah. just been because it's Stu Mocker's family yeah, line. Yeah, it could have just been that it, too. It could have just been like, you know, 
oh, it, it can't be him because, you know, he's already dead and he was related to Stu and... They didn't want to give him credit? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I, I can see that for sure. So, there's Vince. Um, and then there was the attack on Sam in uh, the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Amber did both the call and attack because after she was, uh, like, you know, attacking Tara in the hospital and she had that little voice boxing in the costume, I thought, okay, so maybe she's in the hospital with Tara and they had to leave the room for a bit. She probably stayed, got into costume somewhere near the waiting room, called Sam when she happened to be nearby and boop, turn on the voice box, talk. She hung up quick. Ghostface was right there. She probably popped up right after that and just wanted to scare the fuck out of her or something. I don't know. But... Where was Richie during this? Uh, I thought he was uh, in the room with uh, Tara because Sam had woken up from a nightmare. And they were in the same room together because yes. Richie was like, oh, yes. are, are you okay? And mm-hmm. and she's like, I need to know. Isn't that the part up? where they said Netflix, though? Uh, I can't remember. Where have you been? Oh, I was watching Netflix. Ooh. That I can't remember. Or, hmm. I think, okay, no, I think she's, she's right about that. I think right after that, <clears throat> they had walked out Judy talked to Sam. Sam walked back in, explained the whole spiel of, you know, this is my father and this is why I left. She said, get the fuck out. Uh, Tara said, get the fuck out. So she walked out. Or no, no. She was getting food. She was getting food. She was getting food. Scratch Uh, everything that I just said. (laughs) He was in the room watching Netflix and she was like, I'm hungry. I'm going to go get food. Uh, Wait, when her phone rang, it said maybe Amber? I don't remember that. Because if it did, it could it could have been anybody. Because if we are assuming from the first one that Richie cloned Amber's phone, <laughs> then the caller ID would come up as Amber anyway. Which is oh. honestly kind of cool that phones can do that. Like, oh, maybe Sydney Prescott. Yeah. iPhones. iPhones. <laughs> but honestly, I think it was Amber just for the fact that she did not like Sam. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. She did not like Sam. She said everything under the sun about Sam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the scene mm-hmm. where we're first introduced to the ghost Billy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they really tried with that. They they they, they did. They tr- they tried. Poor poor Skeet. <laughs> You're not that <laughs> oh, young anymore. Oh, I know. It, was, it felt very Hell the end of Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! Oh when what's his face comes back? What the fuck is his name? Oh, I forgot. Uh, Mark Hamill. Ha- Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. They tried to make him real young again. Yeah, they really they could have done CGI at least. I don't know, but they did make him look old but they tried to make him look young yeah and same outfit and like same hairstyle from when yeah, Billy his died. eyes kept changing positions yeah <laughs> his face just looked different i feel like his nose was like here and his eyes were like on the other side picasso they really uh, tried <laughs> so next victim rest in peace judy we did talk about her for a little oh. bit um and i think judy it was the booty oh my god those yoga I think, pants just kidding i think it was amber that killed her and Richie that called on the Bluetooth. I I really don't know why because I, I think with Amber, I kind of recognize her stabbing technique. You know, the pa like constant, constant stabbing like every other second. And she was doing that with Judy. Mm-hmm. And I think Richie was in the hospital. So I think that could have been like, like a free space in the waiting room or something for him to make that call or something. I don't know, maybe that's just my opinion. I don't know what you guys think about that with Judy. With Judy is a little bit more difficult because you don't know where the other two were. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's very hazy. And then same goes for with, with Wes. 
which I thought based off of whoever killed Judy was the same person that killed, killed Wes. Wes. So, you know, I, I said that I guess that it was Amber that killed Wes, but then again, I don't know. Wes's I'm, scene, I think, was really, like, okay, his kill was so fast. It was. It was. But the scene leading up to his kill was a long, like, a long scene. And I, I think they mm. used it, like I said, to build sympathy for Judy, mm-hmm. but mm. also, um, like, the tribute to Psycho with the shower. Yes. And I think that was, that was a nice little touch. I liked that. Mm-hmm. that. That was pretty cool. <laughs> so rest in peace, Judy and Wes, and that kills my theory of mother nuts. and son killer. I think Richie killed Wes. What? Oh. Because the fighting and the fight scene, if it was Amber, Wes can take on Amber. Amber's a lot smaller than him. True. Richie would, like, it looked very forceful, and if it's... I don't, I don't know how to word this without sounding terrible, but, like, Amber just didn't look like she could take on a whole dude that's bigger than her. Yeah. She looks malnourished. She looks... I mean, she was just very, she was very small, you know? Yeah. And he was against the door, and whoever yeah. killed him took power and stabbed him in the neck. Mm. So I think it had to have been Richie. Yeah. I can see that. That would make sense. Um, next. That's scary. Sorry, just like to be an actor, and maybe it was a prosthetic, maybe it was CGI. I don't. It looked like a prosthetic. I think it was prosthetic. Yeah. But like, even to have something so you know, even if it's dull, sharp, like that close to your neck, like I feel that. You know yeah, what I mean? I think that's what. That's why they can act really well because it's it's really what's happening. You're getting stabbed in the neck. It's just not part of your own neck. Yeah. Right. Oh. Imagine God. him watching that and getting like heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would. Um, and then next in the hospital was Dewey. Rest in peace. Oh my I god. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Yasmin was, f- I'm sorry. It was, she started crying. She knew it was going to happen. And I had the the stereotypical little sister moment where I just started laughing at her. <laughs> because I was, I, I was like, why are you crying? Like, oh my god. I was like, she's crying. No, but like, okay, so you gotta get this. So, Dewey, everybody knows how Dewey has been since Scream 1. Yep. Uh, goofy, you never take him seriously. He, he his never had, Dewey. A, his name was Dewey. You never had, he never had a serious moment. Even in his fake death scenes, they, they weren't as serious. Mm-hmm. And this one, like, it was like, oh shit, it's actually happening this mm-hmm. time. That's what I thought. And on top of that, I started watching this movie since I, the first movie, since I was seven years old. Watched all the movies throughout my entire life. Imagine, like, a character that you have grown up with, the most innocent one, being torn to shreds so violently. You can never picture that character being in such a heinous moment, and, mm-hmm. and it, it breaks you. Yeah. Like, that's how I felt. And, and I'm not even, like, you know, I wasn't always, like, a number one fan of Dewey, you know, but, like... It, I didn't expect it to be that violent. Mm-hmm. Like, it came to me so sudden, like, oh my god, he's actually getting killed, like, like this. Mm-hmm. It's just... It was very gory. It, it was, was gory. gory. It was very gory. It was, oh, they, they, he went out with a bang. He did. <sighs> so much. But, like, oh my god. Like, he had to have expected it coming. I'm sorry. If anybody was gonna shoot Ghostface in the head... Mm. Like, come on, I'm sorry. Like, Dewey, 
How many times did Sydney have to scream at him to go for the head? Yeah. <gasps> right. And it was what was hilarious was after he's walking to the after he shot Ghostface and he's walking to the elevator, I looked at Yasmin head. Head. I yeah. heard three. Head. And like they like we were me and Billy this Billy. We're talking about how like when you're trained, it's like chest, chest, head. Yeah. And I heard three gunshots from Dewey and I was like, oh, okay, he got the head. Mm, and then no. he's like, oh, I gotta shoot him in the head. And I was like, fuck you, Dewey. You gotta mm. go back now? No, at that point, you would have, okay. <sighs> Save your battle for later. Like, don't go by yourself. And then he no. hesitated. Why oh. did he hesitate? Because of Gail. The Gale phone call. He got a <gasps> phone call. Damn it. Boom. Oh, Thank you. that broke my heart. Fucking Gail. She was useless. Ugh, she, I, I hate to say it, but yeah. And at least like with the loss of Dewey, like at that moment... She was the most humanized there than I've ever seen ever. her. Who? Ever. Gale. Hmm. Like, in, throughout the entire franchise, that's the most human I've ever seen her, and I'm glad that happened. I felt for her. I cried again. But, like, with Dewey's death, like I said in the last episode, he had that loss of innocence, you mm -hmm. know, that, that Barney Fifish presence was no longer there. Mm -hmm. That And he had that short moment of character redemption, you know, that moment that he was about to look badass, he was about to you know, do some serious shit. And that that's the only moment that he'll ever have again. You you just know that Because it's Dewey and Dewey doesn't have those moments. And so the second that, that moment came, we we're like, oh it this is it. Exactly. Yeah. See you never. It felt oh. kind of like a Western scene to be honest. Especially him walking in with that revolver, dropping all the <sighs> shells <Yeah>. and <laughs> reloading, spin click, walk with a waddle, fucking I think he was in a fucking leather jacket too. Yeah. Like a suede or something. I'm sorry, but he was the last person that should have went back. I would have trusted <sighs> Sam more than Dewey to do that. Mm, yeah. I love Dewey. I know I sound like I fucking hate him, but no. Uh, no, I love him. I just think that he was an idiot. Yeah, and like like I said, he, in my notes, I said he followed that headshot rule just a little too late. Way too late. He, he like, remembered, like, I should go back, and I'm just like, no. No. <laughs> I'll be like, right back. You don't do that. No! He was oh stubborn from the get-go, too, about even getting involved in this. Oh, yeah, he didn't want to do it. It was all Sydney's fault because she's the one who said, I'm so glad that they have someone like you to protect them. Uh, oh, God, that was heartbreaking. Wrong. <laughs> Don't disrespect Sydney Prescott. <laughs> it was Gail's fault. Why is she calling him? Oh, God, Gail. Why did she call, though? I I'm, I really want to know now. Because, Fuck. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Because she's the next killer. No. Um, no. I do want to make a little note, though. When we toured Dewey's house, when we first see Dewey and everyone in the fucking theater started clapping, and we panned above the mantle, he had he had a wooden box with a little gold plate that said Tatum on it. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, it was you on his see? mantle. No, I was so focused on who was in the picture with Gail because I know that wasn't Dewey. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. No, that did not look like <laughs> I was like, do they have a son? Like, no, it, it did not look like him at all. So I was like, why does he have a picture framed of another man kissing Gail? That <laughs> was so my weird. Aunt, he had on his mantle. Oh, that's so cute. That's really nice. <clears throat> oh, my God. Imagine if it was if they brought Tatum back. And oh. she was the killer. Ooh. That would drive me fucking crazy. Daddy, she's on a mantle back, somewhere. They would have been back Rose McGowan. No, they would I don't think she wants to be a part of this franchise. No, she even said that she got asked to join, and she said, no, as long as, uh, I think, as long as Miramax is doing it or something, I'm not interested. Enjoy your movie. Mm -hmm. I was Damn. like, Ooh. Is it because she was cold? She, huh. yeah. She's changed a lot. Yeah, definitely. But she's been through a lot, too, so. Yes. 
But, um, yeah, so with Who Killed... Well, we talked about it earlier with Who Killed Dewey because it couldn't have been Richie. Amber was the only option, but there could be a third. So but Amber said it. Amber said that she killed him. Yeah, she <gasps> did. But that is so weird. She, she said what? it was an honor to kill Dewey. And now I get to do you both when yeah. she was, like, choking. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Gail. Um, Gail. Thanks. Oh, my God. Well... Rest in peace, Dewey. I mean, out of all the trio, I, he would be the mo- one most likely to die, but he... <laughs> yeah. He he went... He didn't go down without a fight, so rest in peace, Dewey. Kind of. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. yeah. <laughs> um, then there was Chad who was attacked, and, you know, I, again, I didn't think about it how his... He didn't have a confirmed death. I had assumed that he was dead, but then I got distracted by... Richie's car arriving and being like, no, we shouldn't go in the party. Eh. Who the fuck is Chad? Uh, Meeks. One of the twins. twins. Oh, twin. Got it. Yeah. My I only cared about You got like major arteries in there. I only cared mm. about Mindy. He almost split out. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I know. Like when I saw Chad in the ambulance at the end when he's like survived, I was like, eh, okay. All right. That's fine. <laughs> yes, it's like, yeah, you can't split up the twins. And I'm like, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if they wanted to. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, obviously, since we saw Richie shortly after he was, like, you know, seizing on the floor, um, we knew that Amber was the one that went after Chad. Yeah. So. Or it could be Liv. <gasps> oh, God. Well, she was, like, she was real shady during that whole party. And I don't know if that was just the movie's way of making us think, like, maybe it's this girl who reminded me way too much of Emma Roberts' character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I, she was just mad she didn't get her dick appointment. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> she was very upset. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and then last attack was Mindy, of course, uh, with the nod to Randy, with the behind you thing. And, okay, so I think it was Richie who did this one because of the whole, you know, that costume change going around. He, you know, asked her, like, hey, where are the beers? There's not any in the kitchen. She said it's downstairs. And he, you know, played the innocent act. Well, do you want to come downstairs with me? She made the mistake of saying no and gave the killer opportunity to make a costume change. I'm just going to say that. You always say costume change, but I'm pretty sure it's just like a fucking choir robe. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. But, yeah, so I I don't know. I think Minnie kind of like dropped her guard a little bit for a second there. and, And then as soon as, you know, Ghostface mysteriously ran off when Sam was able to rescue Mindy... Then that's when Amber came in with Tara. Oh my God, what did you do? And coming at Sam with that shit. Like, I'm not the killer, but look at you looking guilty, mm-hmm. bitch. At that moment, I was like, you're the fucking killer. Mm-hmm. I knew it. <laughs> so, yeah. That's all the uh, victims and survivors. I liked Ghostface. Mindy's behind you part. That was hilarious. Because it was like, it's like Inception, you know? It's like behind you in the movie. <laughs> or the movie. To the movie, you know. Yeah, no, I, I get exactly what you're Yeah, it's, it's it was hilarious. I loved it. Honestly, maybe I'm wrong, but I would have loved if they played the actual Scream movie for that part. Oh, oh that would be interesting. Instead of Stab. Jamie, I know, I know. You. Yeah, I know why they did it. Because why would she watch her uncle? But like, I think it would have just been like a nice little tribute to yeah. the original. Scream. They had a whole ass <sighs> fucking shrine to Randy on their um, 
fireplace mantle. Mm-hmm. I liked that. That was nice. And I liked the the return of Martha Meeks too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh I was my like, god, I was so happy when I saw her. Like, no one clapped for her in that theater, and I was like, oh my god, I love her. I was the only one who clapped, man. I was about to give a standing ovation. Nobody she... gave a fuck about her. <laughs> they don't watch the Princess Diaries. <laughs> I mean, okay, they gave. They, I think they give a fuck about the actor, just not Martha. Yeah. <laughs> she was. She was such a funny mom too. Like, she I got the snacks. Ooh, what a music killer. Like, she was so awkward. I'm that sure she was pissed that her both her kids got fucking stabbed. Oh, at least they both weren't killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I liked the little moment she had with Dewey. Like, Dewey, you you look... The silence. And she Smile. didn't look that much great either, so I, yeah. I don't know why she was talking. I thought she was wearing a wig. Uh, I thought so too. Mm. Uh, also, side note, why the fuck would she live in Woodsboro? Right? would think that she would move away. Mm-hmm. Brother got killed, brother was attacked, mm. Ghostface, Woodsboro, hey, let's live there and raise our children. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Martha. <laughs> it's because her name is Martha. <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit about the killers in this movie, just a little bit, because uh, that's what I've been doing, you know, with all the other movies, talking about all those killers, trying to make sense of them, trying to get their stories and whatnot. And yeah, okay, I accept that they're just random psycho killers and whatnot, but I, I'd like to just get more in depth just to see. <laughs> <laughs> so first, Richie, only because, you know, I couldn't figure anything out personal with him. Only that he, to me, he seems to have elements of Billy Loomis, Roman Bridger, and Emma Roberts. Bear with me here. <laughs> In all caps in my notes, I put flannel, because Jenny's theory that she mentioned from Scream 4, that Emma Roberts wore a flannel based off of Billy Loomis, who wore a flannel, and he wore a flannel too. Mm. And even though like, he was so innocent, I just kept thinking, that flannel, I can't trust him. <laughs> the fl- he didn't do anything yet. The flannel. I just could not trust him. <laughs> I don't trust the flannel. Right. <laughs> I own seven. <laughs> True. Um, but then... When that scene in the hospital with Tara happened, and then, you know, Richie comes in, oh, hey, what are you doing in here? Uh, Sam called me to check up on you. Oh, my God! Slash on the forearm. Didn't I point it out? Mm-hmm. I pointed out when he got uh, slashed right here, I looked at Yaz and I went like this. Because I remember Randy talking about uh, in the second movie when Sidney's boyfriend got Yes, right here. that's what I was, was thinking, like, too. Oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Derek? Derek. Oh, it missed every major something. Nerve and artery. Nerve and artery. So it was like very, that part I was like, hmm. And Emma Roberts, that, or Emma Roberts, Jill Roberts, sorry, that's the character's name, did the same thing as well. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool. Um, faking an attack. And yeah, you and I looked at each other in the theaters like squinty mm-hmm. eyes. I was like, I, all I did was point at my forearm and I was like, yep, yeah, there it is. <laughs> but again, too obvious, so I just was like, you know what? Maybe they, that's what they wanted us. Maybe to it see. was like a nice little tribute or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> and yeah, and like, <laughs> and then acting scared as well, like you know what Jill Roberts did, and then the, in the sense of Roman Bridger, directing, yep. because like I remember when he was fighting off Sam on his back, he's like, stop, ruining my ending. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, so you're, you you kind of have a Roman Bridger vibe over here to me, and so I he. I know they were focused on just going back to the original, original killers mm-hmm. from the first movie, but they seem to kind of bring back some elements from the other movies as well, yeah. I think. So, I, I think that was purposeful because of Mindy's TED Talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. 
So I, do you guys have anything else to add about, about Richie? Because that's all I could get out of him. <laughs> um, honorable mention to JR's theory when he was watching the movie. Because oh. he, because Richie has what, blue eyes? I think so. And with people with blue eyes, you can always see when their pupils are dilated. Mm-hmm. And JR noticed that um, every time they were talking about killing or like a kill had happened, his, his pupils would be dilated like all the way fuck open mm-hmm. and like he he was just saying i think it's him because of the way his body is reacting every time there's a kill that that is a really good call that's very interesting do you think that was like the actor's ability to do that or do you think that was like a not a cgi or like a special effects no. thing i think it was intentional it was intentional. i think that they, uh, they probably have like the low eye drops, you know, when you go to the eye doctor yeah. and uh, it makes your, your eyes dilated. I'm sure that that's what they did for those scenes. It could also just be the actor getting into character. Like, this is something that's going to excite my character, so now i got to be excited. And his body just reacts that way. If that's the know. case, that's like, that's... That's talent, because I, yes. I, how do you do that? That's amazing. Like, <laughs> How do you do that without causing an aneurysm? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, and then, and then our Billy said that... <laughs> Said that he thought it was the boyfriend at first, but it was really obvious because of the way they like rubbed it in, in in our face in the beginning when they go first meet Dewey, and he's like, it, "You gotta, you know, don't trust him. How long have you known him? Right. Six months." <laughs> yeah, and I he's think... like, "That's that's so obvious in the beginning that it may not be it. Like it was so obvious to the point where it was just like, nah." Yeah, right. I definitely think for people that aren't super into this franchise, it would be it's gonna be very easy for them to know who the killers are. But for people like us, where we're so into it and we like we overanalyze. know we overanalyze, we know the lines of these damn movies, you know. Second so guess ourselves. We second guess it, and we're like, <laughs> no, it can't be that because it's already been done, or it can't be that because it's too obvious. It's gonna be somebody that's not so obvious. Or for me, I was like, it can't be them. They can't be doing another another movie where it's random people. It needs to be a big bang. I mean, it wasn't. It was very, it was very poor for me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but with, with Richie, that 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 was a an interesting um, combination of, of killers, I think. I didn't like them. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Eh. And now I know why, like all the interviews that we've been seeing, mm-hmm. have just been that one actor. What's that guy's name? Uh, Jack Quaid. I keep seeing Jack Quaid's name pop up everywhere. Yeah. For he's... like interviews. Who the fuck is that? Uh, Richie. Richie. Um, See, I didn't know who he was. He's so irrelevant in my head. Yeah. Same with. Same with Amber. Amber also, yeah. we can. Oh, go ahead. Who, who I've seen him before, and, and and other things. I just I don't know. He was in The Boys. Uh, that's an Amazon Prime show. That's the only thing that I've seen him in, to be oh. honest. Same with Amber, where she was like her previous roles, very little. I think she she's known for Once Upon a Time. She was. Oh, and Once Upon a Time. I think, I think that one. I think so. But yeah, just like really low. Credit, how do you, what is it? B-rated? Yeah. yeah. Not to sound terrible. Never. Like you just, you don't, you've never really seen these people before. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I feel like I've seen Richie, though. You, you might have. look him up. He's been in, he, I, he's probably been in more things, but I, I know he's been in The Boys, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, as for, as for Amber, I, for like the first ten minutes of the movie, I thought she was from Camp Rock. God, honestly though, I, I would have believed it if she I was. I really thought that it was her, and I was like, no, no, <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> oh my God, Jack Quaid was in the Hunger Games. 
That's what it was. It was the fucking Hunger Games. Wait, who did he play in the Hunger Games? He was one of the people, um, a part of the um, uh, District 1. I don't know how to... He wasn't in District 1, I don't think, but he was a part of, you know, that one little squad that was like, I'm ready to kill people. I'm badass. (laughs) No way. I'm almost positive he was a part of that little group. Shit, I did not know that. That's where it was. Babe, that's where it was. Why can't I find it? (laughs) Well, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I haven't seen... The Hunger Games movies enough to remember. Oh, I watched it to go but... to sleep. So, <laughs> but I mean, if I did, I probably would have recognized him right away. Then we'll look at we'll look at parts after this, <gasps> so I can show you because he looks young there. He's 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 young. Really? Well, I mean, that movie came out when I was in sixth grade. So, <sighs> now I gotta see Marvel. <laughs> Marvel. Marvel. The Hunger Games. Marvel. Huh? Mar. Oh, the name. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Now I gotta oh, see. I was like. Him. <laughs> he was an Avenger? I, was, <laughs> I know, I saw Marvel and I had to click it because I was like, wait, is that the Katniss name? Or? Avenger? I'm confused. <laughs> I mean, in um, in the Hawkeye show on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. They do have a random, like, nod to Katniss a lot of the time because she's yeah. an archer. Yeah, pretty much. She's better than Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> We're tangent. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so. That was Richie. Oh my god, he's a baby! I told you. Oh my god! That was him? I told you. Yes! Oh, Katniss threw a spear a at baby. him. baby! That's the one! Because I think he killed Rue. Oh. You son of a, a bitch! Asshole. He was a killer from the beginning! He killed Rue. Oh my god! Okay. Fuck you, Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Richie. <laughs> from the beginning. Okay, mind sorry. Blown. Okay, let's move on. To Amber. That bitch. Oh, yes. <laughs> For her. She was lame. She, sorry. she was. I'm sorry. But, like, but am I sorry? <laughs> not like, to disrespect the actress. Yeah. Right. But the character. Mm. That's what we're yes. talking about when we when we talk this shit. We're not talking about the actors. We're talking Although, about the character. Just kidding. <laughs> not wrong. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but we're talking about the act, the, not the actors, the characters. Because, I mean, unless that's how she was meant to portray her. Yeah, and what I want to think about is that, with an open mind, she kind of gave me a combination of Mickey and Stu. Mickey from the second movie and, and Stu from the first. With Mickey, because, you know, she kept talking about, you know, the, the movies and, like, recreating and shit. It made me think of Mickey when he was talking in that film class about life imitating art imitating mm-hmm. life. So, like, I thought that she might have kind of gotten that vibe a little bit. And she did kind of, like, at the end in the kitchen, every time she was, like, talking, she'd be like, oh, it's so poetic. Well, she wouldn't say that specifically, but Mm. she kind of said, wow, I got to kill Dewey and I got to kill you. And, like, I'm so going to kill you, Sydney, because it's going to be great. Like, in a way where it, like, means something to her. Oh, like, that's another thing. Like, the way, when you say it like that, that reminded me of Mickey saying, like, wait until the trial. It's gonna rock. You know, that excitement of, of, of something concrete, you know? And I or, think a lot with Mickey and, and Amber, they tried to be relevant. Yeah. And they weren't really relevant in the movie. They, yeah. they were very blended. Fucking hedgehog looking motherfucker. And in, in I'm fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> that hit me late. But remember in Scream 2, when there was that one part where Mickey was with Sydney, he was like, oh, well, why did he go back into the house anyway? Mm-hmm. And then Sydney was like, and that was it. Like, they didn't elaborate on that, and the next thing you know, he's the killer. And I remember the first time I saw Scream 2, I was like, I knew that. Like, I just <laughs> overlooked it because of the way that they did it. So Amber was the same. We overlooked it like mm. we overlooked Mickey. 
Yeah, that's right. And he was all kind of irrelevant next. <laughs> and then the way that she was like Stu, she was just fucking crazy as hell. She just had that energy, and she even did that spit take like like she did mm-hmm. like Stu. That these days you gotta have the sequel. She did that when I think she, she was, was choking t- Gail. Uh, I felt bad for Gail. I don't know what was worse, getting choked or getting spit, spit on. on. Courtney Cox is like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, this no. actress is spitting on me. <laughs> And that's why she shot her with the gun. Um, uh, that was her. Set her on fire. <laughs> set her on fire, yeah. <laughs> well, that was extra. And they didn't double tap her. I knew she was going to come back. I was like, just because you're burned on one side doesn't mean you, you're you not, like, she unalive. Felt, she felt too quick. Like, I don't think she died that quick. Mm-hmm. But I also thought yeah. it was kind of interesting where they sat each mm. person in that scene. Oh. Gail was where Stu was sitting when he was bleeding out. <gasps> Sam was where Sydney was. Oh. And then they had Sydney on the other side, mm-hmm. like, oh. like she's taking a back seat to Sam now. Yeah, placement. Oh, that was great. Thank you, media studies from high school. Next, forget <laughs> <Okay>. it. <laughs> so I have a, just a little theory, and I know you guys were kind of talking about this earlier. I didn't know if like her harassment on Sam was part of like some revenge or like just a hate-based plot. Like if she actually had a legitimate hate for Sam personally. So, like, I just had this little theory that she maybe didn't love Tara, but had that obsession. Kind of like how Stu had the obsession with Casey, in my opinion. Um, and that she wanted to keep Tara away from Sam. I mean, that was kind of a given already. She used Sam's family secret to pin the murders on Sam. Again, that was already admitted by them. And then she probably maybe wanted to make Tara scared of Sam. You know, by telling her, hey, your sister murdered these people. She's the one who's ghost space. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then Amber comes in, pulls Billy Loomis, sweeping Tara off her feet to the rescue. Mm-hmm. You know, like what he did with Sydney. That's what I think that could be the case for Amber on a personal level. Otherwise, I don't really see, you know, what Amber could have personally yeah. in this case. The thing case. with Amber, there was like this, this weird thing where it's like she... Like, it's her and Tara. That whole situation is just not registering in my brain correctly. Mm. And I'm not understanding. Did. Because I know you would think that Richie did the attack on Tara. Mm. I think it was Amber. Yeah. Right? What if he had. Wait, didn't they say it was? Oh. Didn't Amber say, like, I had to get you back to Woodsboro somehow? So she did intend to hurt Tara enough to the point where Sam could come in. But do you think she actually tried to kill Tara and Mm. failed what if her (sighs) obsession was with Sam and not Tara oh now that would be interesting like but not like in in that love no not in that love way but obsessed with Sam because she's the new Sydney Uh Ah, to create an enemy Mm -hmm. that's Billy Loomis's (sighs) daughter you know I don't know, the whole thing with, because I think it was Amber that attacked Tara, Mm. but Mm. do I think that she intended to kill Tara Mm. or not? Because why would she try to kill, I mean, why would she try to not kill Tara? Because Mm. that's going to bring Tara and Sam together. That's only going to make Sam stronger to protect Mm. her little sister. Okay. Hmm. She hurt Tara to the point where she wouldn't die on purpose so that Sam could come back to Woodsboro because she was, Sam was her goal all along. But she did end up going back 
to try to finish the job with Tara in the hospital. Oh, huh. and instead it was Dewey. And oh. instead, yeah. That took that fall. So yeah. it, it could have debunked that theory I had that technology saved Tara, that um, Amber was probably just like, okay, she's good. I'll leave now. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if she intended to kill and she was just a rookie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that could also be it. Or if it's because, like, I'm a psycho and this is still my best friend. I'm only going to hurt her a little bit. I'm not going to kill her. Right. Uh, that's what a that's good friend. Stuff. You know, we love friendship. <laughs> wow. But that's like, oh, oh, what isn't there a term for that where like, you you draw pain to somebody, in order to like give them something uh, to um to like rely on you. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. It, like I forgot what the I was gonna say masochist was. and that's not it. No, no. <laughs> I know my brain is going to Stockholm syndrome, but I don't really know the details of that one. Where it's like you think you need someone. Right. I, I did not know that's what I for some reason thought that that was like. <laughs> no, you know what we're gonna we're gonna ask Senor Google. They couldn't see what I did, and I'm so happy because that was really ugly. <laughs> it's like if you're trying to do a thriller or something. Like, like. I, but you know what I mean? Like they like like um. Body, no, that's not the word that I was looking for. Uh, Cerebral palsy? Like, that's what I I sound like an idiot. Never mind. I'm going to stop talking. Okay, Stockholm Syndrome describes, this is from Google. Stockholm Syndrome (laughs) describes the psychological condition of a victim who identifies with and empathizes with their captor or abuser and their goals. Hmm. uh, The condition occurs in about 8% of hostage victims. Oh, yeah. That's not what I thought it was. No, oh, you didn't know that? No. Oh, girl, I thought you did. I just <laughs> said I thought it was like cerebral palsy. <laughs> like, I, I, no. no, how do you even say that? Cerebral palsy. There you go. Oh, the more you know. I'm um, an idiot. Just, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's okay. It's you okay. know, I have a degree in psychology. <laughs> I don't have a degree a in anything. I just Google <laughs> things when I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was to man. take a shot. Yeah, that's yeah. why I mentioned it. Take a shot. And I got something to say about Billy Loomis and his <laughs> freaking cameo, man. Okay, so I, I just want to get this out there. My So the main aim, of course, in Scream 1 for Billy Loomis was given of getting Sid to lose her virginity so she can die by the book, by the book that Billy Loomis was going by. But then I thought, but maybe he really was sexually deprived for a year. Because it was a whole year that Sid was like, abstaining. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was no. get knocking up. Well, yeah, that's okay, what sorry, I'm thinking. Like, in the first movie, he was like, oh, God, you know, I'm not trying to rush you or anything, but my balls are getting blue. So, like, maybe during that time that she was, like, abstaining or whatever, then maybe he was, like, trying to put a release in somebody else while Sydney was, like... Couldn't I think he have done that in a condom? Why did it have to be inside somebody else? He probably wasn't thinking. And I feel like, I don't know, it's just a stretch for me. don't fit me. Shut the fuck up. Oh my god. (laughs) But like, so, but you know, okay, so let's give that to him, that he did sleep with somebody while Sin was distancing herself from him. That's no excuse. But, okay, so then, in that case, at that time, he's no different from Maureen. Because him and other people were talking about how, oh, the mom was a slut. Oh, she was flashing her shit. Your mom was a slutbag whore. She was flashing her tits all over town. Exactly. (laughs) Give me a high five for that one. Yes. Oh, my God. That was great. Sorry about that. (laughs) Thank you, guys. I feel included. (laughs) 
So I mean, yeah. So she was slut, slut, blah 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 blah. <laughs> she was slut shamed even beyond her death, especially by Billy. And then he's sleeping around. But remember, it's the '90s. If you are, if you're a man sleeping with a bunch of women, you're praised. If you're a woman, mm. you're a slut. <sighs> Don't get me started on this conversation because I would be here all day. So, <laughs> but I mean, true though. So I mean. That's what I was thinking, like, you know, everybody be slutching about Maureen, but then I like how they brought in that, you know, Billy slept with somebody else while he was supposedly in a relationship But I with don't him. like it. I don't like it because I feel like that they were just reaching. I feel like they were just trying to figure out a way to mm. bring Billy back. And I, deep back. I didn't find, I, just, I didn't like it. <sighs> I didn't like it because it would be one thing if there was like a little hint mm-hmm. in the first movie. But they didn't think about that. They didn't think mm-hmm. about, you know, oh, no. yeah, Billy's going to have a kid one day. No, no. They didn't think about that. <laughs> so then I feel like they were just like, oh, we can just say this. Although I love the story. They did really good on the story. Yeah. On how Sam found out and what all that shit. I don't know. It's just one of those things where I'm like, mm, mm. you're reaching. I like to think that, like, aside from the story, you know, how they, they had portrayed that, um, what is the phrase? That when when it looks like you're talking to yourself, but you're you're talking to a, a figment of your mm-hmm. imagination, like just bringing that in for Sam, giving her that one-on-one perspective apart from the ghost face shit and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like it's a whole new world, and like I was gonna oh start singing Lord. too. <laughs> in in that sense, I at least I like to think that they brought in like what Sam imagined. Her dad to be like and her, her trying to avoid it and then in the end when you know she gave in to those 72 stabs and shit then she she changed that figment of her imagination to how she would like her father to think i guess i feel like they humanized him too much they mm. i do agree with that though i he, feel like they humanized him too much and i get why they did it because sam did not know her father yeah. Sam did not know Billy Loomis, did not know who he actually was, how he actually was, only from what was said in, like, the articles. And it was, like, what she wanted her father to be. But mm-hmm. by doing that, you are tearing down the image of who Billy Loomis was. Mm-hmm. A psycho. <clears throat> he was a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a father. He didn't give a fuck about anybody else but himself. He tried to kill his girlfriend and killed his girlfriend's mother. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was one, it's, mm, I didn't like it. It's, it's very like, it's, it's too interwoven. Yeah, in it was, way. like even the way that he was talking to her, like that he was like, oh, very father, the, the twisted, but like fatherly, like, oh, like this is who you are, you're a killer like me. But like he was still there trying to be a dad and it's not, who he was. Mm-hmm. And Billy Loomis has always been a more selfish person. Like, even it, when he included Stu in his stuff, like, we all knew that he, he was going to... kill him. He didn't want right. to kill us, Stu, anyway. Yeah, so he, he was always about himself. He was never trying to get, like, anybody to be like, hey, you be like me, or join me, mm-hmm. and, and we can yeah. all work together. No, he was always a lone wolf. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, I mean, I refuse to compare him to the original <laughs> Billy Loomis. <laughs> I think it's. I think this is created by Sam yeah. to help her. Well, first of all, to instill the fear that she's going to turn into him, but then later on to help her. Like it, it really. Like I don't think that they're the same per- person because I feel like one of them is actually Billy Loomis and the other one is 
like we said, what Sam thought Billy Loomis was like. A figment of her imagination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I refuse to compare them. Mm. That's that's that's, that's a, a good point. point. That's a good point. <laughs> I think that's a, a good note to leave off of Billy Loomis nice then. Little... As much as we talked about Sam throughout this movie already, I do want to just go a little more in depth about her as the final girl now in this after she is, you know... Getting the torch passed on from Sydney. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I like the way they use that when they kill Amber. I did like that. That was actually really good. <laughs> um, so I thought I'd go over again the, the little rules that I had for a final girl. And how Sam uh, fit well with this. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, there was, of course, making use of the environment. That was oh, yeah. the most obvious one for me. Um, well, I mean, for an example, she had uh, used like one of the chairs in the hospital waiting room, like was being very quick on it to kind of block herself from the killer and try to throw the, the table to the side and, and block the killer and, and run off and try to get a help. So that was really smart on her part in just like trying to block and run. I yeah. liked that. She was Sydney. She, she was Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> just to just to dumb it all down and put it into mm. one, one thing, she was the new Sydney Prescott. Yeah. Yes. And then... On top of the fact that she had sex with the killer, like <gasps> Sydney did with Billy. <laughs> like following Sid's footsteps, and she, again, hit that loophole just like she did. So that was really cool. Um, and then she was definitely thinking about survival, as any final girl would do. And in this case, with thinking about survival, she learned to kind of trust her instincts. And um, not only with the fact that she actually set Tara free, you know, she didn't let what the killer say get into her head. She, mm-hmm. she trusted her sisterly instincts. And then she also kind of gave in to, like, that, that little voice in her head saying, like, hey, kill. Like, you can kill. This is for, but this is for defending yourself. This is for self-defense. Like, defending this... your family is, I think she, she mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just trying to save my family. Straight up. Thinking about survival. Oh, yeah. that's when she was trying to run, and Sydney yeah. told her, like, you can't run from this. Uh-huh. She wasn't wrong. Sydney's never truth. wrong. No, speak the truth. <laughs> so yeah, and then another rule was about finding your defense weapon. Uh, and in this case, it was both a gun and a knife. Oh yeah. I liked when she was, you know, like crawling, and she found like the knife handle underneath that curtain by the window. And no, Billy did. Oh, Billy did. Oh and yeah. Oh yeah. Mm, You're right. He said. <laughs> He ends up with a side eye. <laughs> this is a podcast. I know. I, I, I can't see that. I forget sometimes when we're recording and then we're just not having a conversation. She, she just gave a side eye, just so you know, and just imitating Billy's side eye in the movie. But yeah, so she found the gun and then she, or no, found the knife, used the gun, like hella double tap with no hesitation whatsoever. So it wasn't even a double tap. I, it was a pa 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 pa. Yeah. Uh, someone making popcorn Um, (laughs) um, and then lastly of course being aware of your surroundings I I'll I'll admit maybe I'm missing something Uh, the only thing was that she really just got help from Sydney about being more aware of her surroundings and realizing she was in Stu Mocker's house where all the murders happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she's like, wake the fuck up. Huh. Right. She said, you are in Stu Mocker's house. Get out of there. And then all she did was turn around and look outside. <laughs> yeah, and that, and, I mean, that zoom out at least was like a moment of awareness. Like, Well, it was, to sh- it, was sh- it was to show us, too, that yeah. where yeah. she was. Like we didn't already know. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> when we saw the preview, like, 
six months ago. Um, no, but even just like from the interior, like we know. Yeah. yeah. We studied those movies. We have a <laughs> podcast that was based, that started because of those stupid movies. And not to mention, it, all it said what is on the GPS was Turner Lane, and I knew exactly where oh, it was. Turner too. Lane. Oh, you're right. Oh, yes. But yeah, I mean, Sam was just really just going down the footsteps of Sydney Prescott, so automatically she is an honorary final girl. And I think Tara could be too. I mean, the fact that she has been like bandaged up, broken leg, she got beat the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> the entire movie, not able to walk. Like, and then she comes in with with the fucking cane. Pop! Yo, that was hilarious. The cane. I love the, the crutch. The crutch, <laughs> not the cane. It was the crutch. I'm sorry. <laughs> she came in with a cane. <laughs> Oh I thought, my God. I thought, um, okay, sorry. I don't know why I just thought of this. I thought the Billy in the mirror was looking at the umbrellas. I was like, what the fuck? I did too. Oh. I did too. Okay, no, you're not the only one because how Sydney stabbed him with the umbrella. Yes, exactly. And exactly. So I, I literally oh. whispered. I was like, the umbrella. Maybe he was. Maybe he's like, oh shit, look at those umbrellas. Like, I stabbed with one of those. And instead she's like, oh my God, a knife. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, like, meant, he meant to like, hey, get the umbrella. And she was like, no, there's a knife here. Well, maybe she didn't notice the umbrella and then he was like, oh, well, that works that, too. That too. Because <laughs> he wasn't the brightest either. Yeah. yeah. But, like, that, that first stab that she did on Richie, like, through his, what, his, his jaw? It was, like, his cheek. His, his cheeks? Yeah. Like, creative as fuck. You can put some <laughs> piercings in there now. <laughs> the oh knife God. was the piercing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Overall, like, this movie had the most creative kills. The most, like, intense, violent, like, I... I don't know about you guys, but I was smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> Everybody else was like, oh, God, shit. Like, I'm walking well, it depends, out of here. It depends on what kill we're talking about. That's true. Yeah, my, minus Dewey's. Dewey's, I was crying. But the, everybody else, I was like, ooh. <laughs> that, that's what I was just saying the whole time, each kill. Because I was cracking up when Richie got stabbed, and I died <laughs> laughing when, she, when Amber got smacked by that crutch. <laughs> I was so happy about that, like, because I thought about when you told me that story when you got in a fight in middle school. Shut up! <laughs> like, you get the... <laughs> Why are you um, attacking me right now? <laughs> that was badass, though. Like, that's what I thought of. Like, shit. But, yeah, no. Very creative kills and attacks overall. The chemistry between the characters, I, I liked, actually, very much. But, yeah, overall, what did you guys think of the movie? Like, I don't think... There was enough character development for the boy twin. Yes. That I agree with, other than that he I was just horny. Although he did <laughs> although he did give um kind of like a little randy moment when he refused sex to live. Which is surprising because during the beginning he was trying to convince her to take their relationships to the next level. I thought that it, I thought it was because of the rules. That's yeah. what I thought. Um. But then he was like, Oh, because you're not Make sure you're not the killer. And I was like, oh, we are not on the same page. Got it. <laughs> he, he was just scared, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I liked this movie. It's in the top three for me out of all the five Scream movies. Like, literally in the middle, I think. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I like number two, to be honest. I love the second one. I'm so sorry. No. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love the second one, although I get like the whole Mickey thing not with it, but yeah. I like how they brought back Mrs. Loomis. Oh yes, that one. That one was a good twist. 
I, I liked that surprise. Shoot, where have I seen Mrs. Loomis before? My sister told me today because we, you know, it was on and it was the payphone scene where um, Gail is like. No, she was like a, she was a famous act, actress yeah, in the nineties. Mm-hmm. She was in something. She was in something. Oh, was oh, it was on. Roseanne's sister. Yes, oh, yes, 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 that's yes, right. yes, yes. Okay, that's what they mentioned. Okay. Rosine. She also voiced Andy's mom in Toy Story. Just nice. putting that out there. <laughs> no one paid attention to the parents in Toy Story. <laughs> there was parents in Toy Story. Exactly. <laughs> Well, watch. If you watch Toy Story, you're going to be like, holy shit, it's Mrs. Loomis. That's funny. But. <laughs> the sister from Roseanne. The sister from Roseanne. <laughs> oh, all right. So, I mean. Yeah. I feel like we're missing people. Uh, I, this shit. is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it just feels like it was the shortest two-hour movie ever. Yeah. So yeah. much happened. Especially in the finale. Like, so much was going on. There was very little talking. But I needed more. Yeah. I can see that. I needed more. I just needed more Sydney. I'm going to stop now. We just need it to be like a five-hour movie. Yes. And S- Sydney being the main character. <laughs> <laughs> the most I think Gail time. should have died. <gasps> Gail was useless. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, man. There was... She was a big moment, you know, where it was just them two, and they were like, are you ready for, for this? Never. Boom! Shot! <laughs> what she do was, you think? She wasn't a ready. trap. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't ready. Then why didn't you guys shoot? Yeah, literally, they pointed out it was a trap, and then nothing. <sighs> but at least she redeemed herself, like, with the fire. Also, how the fuck is Amber's aim that great? And she's like, oh, fuck this. But <laughs> fucking Dewey's and Sydney's was ass. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Oh, wow. But at least, like, you know, with Amber being like, I'm so sorry about Dewey, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, okay, that was sick. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, she sick. did deserve that kill, which is, because mm. who mentioned that Sydney didn't kill anybody in this one? Oh. Holy shit, Sydney didn't kill anybody. No, she didn't. Because she was barely in the fucking movie. Oh, man, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, she shot Richie in the leg. She did. She did shoot him in the leg. I'm glad She about did that. not hesitate. Every door was just like, you have five seconds to come out. Boom. 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 <laughs> Boom. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I'm glad We're about that. from killers. Fucking liars. <laughs> Pussy. Anyways. Pussies are very resilient. And it was kind of like the whole Billy with going down the stairs. <gasps> yes. Oh my god! You're going right. down the stairs, and then he, well, Billy was like, "We all go a little mad sometimes." And then ah. Anthony Perkins, psycho, you know, he just kind of stabbed his girlfriend. And oh, straight yeah. up! No, oh, yeah. And then, not to mention when Amber came back after being burned alive, like Popeyes. Holy shit! Dad? Did you see her face? Oh yeah. What, what did I tell you? I was like, they had all this fucking makeup and like prosthetics, and the eye was disgusting. Just for her to walk in and then... Yeah, just for that one part. It was literally like three seconds. That was probably like eight hours of makeup. Yeah, for oh. three seconds of screen. Those poor makeup people are just like, I better be paid good for this shit. They fucking better be, <laughs> the fuck. Yeah, but I did like that Tara ended up giving that final blow. Yeah, I liked that too. That was a really good call. Tara deserved a, a lot more <laughs> than oh. what she got in this movie. Oh, for real? That poor girl. I hope they don't she... bring her back with a limp. Because it's so oh. hard for actors to... You do a consistent limp. It's I gotta be. She has like a hand. I hope you so. You know, too. like because then like, it was like she was fucked. Like her whole body was fucked up. Yeah. And then on top of that, oh. asthma. Oh my oh, god, yeah, that's right? right. And like that scene in the hospital was painful to watch her with the wheelchair. She was wincing in pain every movement that she made. Yeah, out. the bandage starts to even come off because mm. of how much blood. And oh. then I don't know if you guys heard, but when she whacked Amber, she was breathing heavy. Mm. She whacked and she was like. <gasps> Oh, that's right. Oh, she's wheezing. I love that actress. 
Oh, that, she's so good. I know. She's so good. That is great. She's got a bright future ahead of her. She's, she's like up and coming, isn't she? Uh, I like I'd was say it so. like didn't she like start? She's like in you on you on Netflix. She well, I think she started younger. somewhere else, but um, I feel she like I've did. seen her in Disney or um, something. Insidious, Insidious two. Oh 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 yeah. yeah. She was yes, like, cool. yes yes. Um, she in the very end. Uh, Have she I was, seen this one? Oh, is this the one that I haven't seen. I have not seen this movie. You have not seen it. Oh my god. Jossie's giving her this like stare right now. Oh god. What the fuck? I know. I gotta, I gotta get her to see it. <laughs> You've seen the first one? Yeah. She's the second one's better. Oh really? Oh bet. Because it incorporates stuff in the first movie. It so ties it's everything good. together. Oh mm. cool. Well I gotta watch the first one again then. <sighs> oh yeah. So yeah, she she's in the end of uh, the second yep. movie. Where uh, she's like saying, she's a baby. Oh, who, who, who's that oh, lady? Well, what lady? The one standing behind you. And you think that, oh, the third one's gonna come and it's gonna have something to do with that family and she's like a medium and they never, you never see them again? No, never. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. We love Hollywood. <laughs> I wanna mention one more thing, which yeah. I thought was a little bit annoying and in your face. Oh. Um, <laughs> we're, we're talking about Sam, we're talking about Tara. And they are, and even just, uh, Sydney and Gail, and they were talking about, oh, you know, Gen Z. And they push Gen Z so much that we're starting to sound like fucking boomers talking about millennials. Can we stop? Can we just stop? I know. And, and like, you're Gen Z, we're over here millennials. But I feel like in the movie, they played on that a lot. Like, oh my god, Gen Z. Oh my god. Oh my god, Gen Z. Especially, like, with ending the party, like, hey, Gen Z people, like, no, stop. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was kind of too appease the millennials because let's let's be real oh well, yeah, yeah, okay, you know that. what i mean like yeah. <laughs> millennials don't really like gen z's and i like you oh thanks someone really? else that means that means a lot because not a lot of people do oh <laughs> i'm just kidding um no you're but, like one of two sagittarius in my life you're sagittarius right yeah i'm a sagittarius yeah and we have two sagittarius that i know that i've ever tolerated you're yes. one of them yes <laughs> not because you have to or anything <laughs> <laughs> No, oh but I think it's because millennials, they would have been very angry, more mm. angry than Gen Z, because this is a very millennial kind yeah. of franchise. Mm. Like I said before, it's a millennial franchise, so, like, Gen <laughs> Z doesn't really kind of matter in this sense, because mm. they're kind of, it's like kind of a new thing. I for mean, sure. not for me, but <laughs> I'm a, I, I literally said on the way home, I'm a, I'm a millennial in this case. You're like borderline, yeah. I millennial. am. <laughs> right? I don't know the years. I, I, think, I don't, I think I don't know, know the years, years either. I, I just, think they changed, but I just think that Wes's hair was gross. Wes's hair. And he's a very well-known actor. Yeah. So I'm surprised yeah. that he was killed off. We never talked about it. Yeah. I think so that easy. he was killed off a little too soon. Yeah. I think so too. I I really thought he was going to fight off, get the taser or, or something. He was the Drew Barrymore. No. Oh my god, no! Because Drew Barrymore, remember how we were talking last time? Drew Barrymore was a very well-known actress, and she was even on the cover, but she died within the first ten minutes. Oh, he didn't die within the first ten minutes, but he died very soon. He didn't really, he wasn't really in mm -hmm. a lot of scenes. Mm -hmm. And he's a well-known actor, so the Gen Z that is going to see this in the movie theater is probably going to see They're like, oh, it's that guy who... I from 13 Reasons Why and, and oh. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, me and Yasin had like a half-hour conversation where it was like, where did I think he was from? Oh, oh, oh. Perks of Being a Wallflower, Percy yes. Jackson. And then I was like, it's not the same guy. Oh, no, it's not the same guy. I know. <laughs> and I was just Something like. Lerman, I think, is is Percy Jackson? I Lucas so. Lerman? Lucas? I don't know. I think I made that up. Something The Lerman. point is, they all looked the same to me. <laughs> but <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, you know what's funny? Like, it, well, we talked about, like, the gender-swapped psycho scene. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. That's because we did get a topless human. It was just a boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I thought that's the why. Times. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I thought in the case for Wes that Amber could have been the one killing because like that that could have been like like a gender role switch thing, you know. So I thought that'd be pretty pretty cool. I thought it was a good like a nod to Wes, like actual Wes. Yeah. Yeah, like, like you know. Oh, how that was cute. How at the end they said for Wes. Oh yes. I thought oh. that that was cute, and then I was like, why? Because it, I forgot, mm-hmm. you know, Wes Craven, mm-hmm. and I was like, why? Ah. He died within mm-hmm. the first. He didn't really do much, <laughs> and then I realized, oh, Wes Craven, haha, rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah, I did like all the little name drops and stuff. Yeah. No. Mean, wait. Just, oh. just like Wes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sam Carpenter. Oh yeah, Who else? there was, was more. There was way more. The Mackenzies still involved a little bit. Oh, that's right. Which is random because you never see the Mackenzies. Right? Yeah. They're mentioned for like two seconds. <laughs> Drive down to the Mackenzies and then she doesn't even go because her daughter was. Aww, <laughs> oh, no. I'm I'm so brutal <laughs> the way that I'm. I guess. <laughs> and then she doesn't even go because her daughter was like fucking <laughs> hanging out a tree inside <laughs> out. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Irrelevant. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't care what anybody says. I will go and see this movie again. Of I course. want to. I, I have to. Yes. I have to. Yeah, I have I to just, go see it again. Like all the little Easter eggs too that we missed, like like just even the little Tatum box on the mantle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Or the nods to other movies like Psycho with the shower head. Yeah. Like just all those things. Like this is one of the movies where we can watch it over and over again, and despite the fact that we know who the killer is and we know how it ends, we can watch it and find something new every time. Mm-hmm. I still watch Scream, the original Scream, and I'm like. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and even if you think you've seen everything, like, you, when you rewatch, sometimes you still get a bit of that shock factor. Like, some of those moments, like, oh, God, I can't believe this person is going this way, or like, this person's going to die. Ah. Stab wound. You know? <laughs> <laughs> even in, in, like, the, what, what do they call them? Like, the whodunit movies? Yeah. Where, where like, the second time you watch, you see those little hints of, oh, well, they told us in the beginning that this was going to happen. Right. Just, like, little foreshadowing moments that we missed or, like, just glided over mm-hmm. the first time we watched it. Oh my god. But yeah, like, whether you keep finding something new or not, you will still be entertained by those movies. Yeah. And and this one, they, I mean, it's not, it doesn't outdo the original, but they have outdone themselves again. So, I think we'll just, uh... Leave it at that. And yeah. I mean, we could probably talk for hours. <laughs> we really and, could. And we, like, in between know, pausing, we were talking, too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Before recording, we were talking. Like, there's so much to say. And when we all watch it a second time, like, I'm sure we'll have much more theories. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Jossie, thank you so much for joining us again on this. I know. Yeah. So you had, had to bring to. it full circle. <laughs> we had to bring in the <laughs> We're not gonna kill you, don't worry. No, oh. no, God, no. Unless you want Try to. it. <laughs> I'm Sydney. Oh my God. <laughs> but like, we didn't even talk about like the diversity of the cast too. Oh my God, Beautiful. yeah. Beautiful. Oh, like, sorry, okay, finally. We're, we're trying to wrap it okay, up. I'm sorry, so sorry. sorry. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Bye. No, I'm just <laughs> By the way, guys, if you find that this is like too long of an episode, just remember this is our season finale. If I didn't mention it earlier in this episode, you know, so we're gonna get our shit together for the next season for a little while don't and apologize. come back. Don't I don't get it. This is great. Is <laughs> the longer, the better. Yes, if you're a Scream fan, you're gonna love it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
Thank you for joining us all here for our season finale and for joining us in this season, and we will see you next time. I'm Yasmin. I'm Jenny. I'm Jossie. And I'll be right back. Cutting Room Combos was recorded at our home studio. All opinions are our own and we do not represent any companies mentioned. This episode was on Scream, the 2022 movie directed by Matt Bettinelli Olpen and Tyler Gillett. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Convos Room. Hope you enjoyed. Hi, welcome to Cutting Room Combos. I'm Yasmin. <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> no, just say we have bloopers to tell them. We have bloopers to tell everybody. Okay, bye, Eddie. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh, don't do it. Look, it's on. No. <laughs> Are we going to harmonize you it? You want to do it together? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. That was very good. We don't sing. <laughs> Yasmin sings all the time on this podcast. Yes, I really do. She's always like, and the strings go, and then the drums go. She's She sings all the time on this. That's fine. <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> oh.